This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. So what's new with you, pal? We don't have any. Well, we got the All-Star game tonight, which I have never cared about. What's new? What's new is that um, I, I texted you. I think we texted back and forth on Sunday. What's new is that I've come around to your train of thought. I think you got to fire the manager. I think if yeah, you're going to, you know, people keep saying now, well, I mean, look, there's still a half game out. You're because, you know, there's no there's no need to panic. Blah, but have you ever seen? And the answer is probably yes. But this team needs such a kick in the ass. It does. You know? No it doubt just about it. needs a kick in the ass. And they had that stupid players only hitters meeting after the loss in Atlanta when they got swept and the next game, the next day they turn around and score eight runs against Baltimore. And since then, aside from three against Kansas city, which is a minor league team, like let's face facts here. They uh, they've been terrible again. This team needs somebody. They need a different voice. I think it has never been more obvious. So while I know Rocco, we've talked about this, he signed a contract extension the last year or so, blah, blah, blah. If you want to make the playoffs and do anything, I think you got to fire him. I really do. Yeah, we're going to have. He to. lost them. Yeah, he. I mean, they got outscored almost six to one with Baltimore. Oh, I mean, God. that's it's just horrible, horrible news, right? Well, and the and the thing about it, yeah, you know, Sunday was a disaster. Okay, but the other problem is if you look at most of these games, you know, the pitching is absolutely fine. It's very good, and you're wasting. All of these efforts, all, you know, we, we bitched and moaned about how long about twins pitching, right, Tom? Right. And so all of these efforts and the starters who have been really damn good, it's going to waste because they can't hit because Buxton can't hit because Carlos Correa has been miserable with runners in scoring position. He's been awful. And this is just at, at some point, I think you have to quit saying because this drives me crazy well eventually it's going to turn itself around no it's not Not, no not if you don't do something like your only your only hope here is to make a drastic move that then because we've seen this right we've seen this before players respond at times especially when they look as dead ass as this team does to drastic moves so try it what the hell and I got nothing against Rocco Baldell. He seems like a very nice oh. guy. I've never met him, never talked to him, but it's just not working, Rocco. It, and he's been here, what, three years? Well, he's been here since 2019, and his first two years, they, they were, well, and this includes the pandemic-shortened season, that they were very, very good. Um, and since then, I think they're playing something like 430 baseball. Yeah, like it's terrible. So this is three consecutive years. And I'm not, just to be clear, I don't think the front office works too. I, I think Falvey's job should be in jeopardy, but oh, that's okay. not the type of move that you're going to make right now. That's going to spark the team. Right. The players aren't going to, you know, they're, they're not going to care about that. If you blow out Rocco, because this team, what drives me nuts is this team has zero accountability. Nobody ever gets in trouble. Like why is this goes back to something we've been texting about for a month and a half now. Why is Max Kepler just playing every day? I would like to get an answer to that. This man he just can't hit. I'm sorry. He's a good outfielder. He's a damn good yes. outfielder, but he can't hit worth a damn. Mm-mm. What happened? You know, I think 2019 was the anomaly. I think that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. I think he was really good. But but again, that's the different baseball. That's the baseball that was wound super tight. So I can't tell you the amount of fly balls that if you go back to the 2019 baseball, the Twins have hit, Tom, that mm-hmm. would have gone out. Yeah, but they don't. You know, I just it, it. And again, I am a huge Twins fan. I love the Twins. I will always love the Twins. But I don't understand why Buxton's still around. I don't understand why Kepler's still well, around. I don't get it. The Buxton thing, though, is big. he is signed to a seven-year contract I know. with a no with a no trade clause. Tom, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> you know, one thing that I've heard about fifty-five times from from people on the street. Tommy, Tommy, I'm so glad I ran into you because somebody's got to talk to the twins. Whenever Buxton strikes out, they show him going back to the dugout, chewing gum with his mouth open every time. He's going. (laughs) 
And they're all just really pissed off about it. They can't take it anymore. It's hilarious. That's Britt's guy, Todd. Be careful. Yes. Leave him out of it. Well, how about if he maybe shows up one year? We are busy. We're building a life together. Oh, you are? Okay. Also, like, I wouldn't be shocked if he, like, had some sort of mouth injury by chewing his gum like that, knowing Buxton. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Lock jaw or something? Yeah, right. He's got locked jaw. I don't I it just the and then the painful part is that I am such a huge fan. This literally is painful for me emotionally. Well, yeah, but it's also so here here's the thing that I don't get about this town at times, okay? So you're you're you have been and you are a huge fan. Yep. So in my opinion, you should be pissed off. Yep. Like it feels like we're in a generation now where it's like, well, just wait, it might change or how could you not love this team? It's like it's easy. I hate this team right now. So what I don't get is I think that your emotion towards this whole thing is actually spot on. It's when people say, ah, oh, you can't fire Rocco. Why not? It's time. It is time. He's got to go. You know? Uh, I hate to say it because I never met him, never talked to him. I, it seems like a nice guy, but it's just not working. And hey, you ever had a, a television or radio job wasn't working and they kept you on anyway? No. If your show doesn't work, you got to go, right? Yes, and and what's sad is this reminds me in some ways, while, while the personalities are very different, I'm sure, this reminds me of 86. Oh, when sure, yeah. Ray Miller was blown out in, what, was it September, and TK was promoted from third base coach? Yep. You know, and then, and then TK, you know, positively for quite an extended period, got the most from that, from that franchise. Um, not at you first know, he didn't. Well, in 87 though. So like he, he took over for Ray in 86. And yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, that's, they true. were terrible, but then, but then he got right. the most, you know, I, I'm Won just saying sport, you know, changes in sports are not necessarily, um, counterproductive. No, I agree. I, I, you know. I, I normally I would say, yeah, give the guy enough. It's been long enough. It's not working. He's been around for three, four years. It's not working. Yeah. And so it's not. To go. And my thing is, my observation is this. And this goes back to when he was actually successful in 2019. But you know what's never been, at, at least that you can tell or get a sniff of, you know what's never been that important to Baldelli is accountability. Yeah. Um, I remember, I, I go, go back to Rosario. It, you know, when when he would do some of the most boneheaded things. I remember there was one time that he hit a fly ball to right at target field that went off the fence. And, of course, he's jogging to first base because he thinks it's a home run. Um, th there were some outfield plays where he totally fell asleep and nothing ever happened. He, he wasn't benched. Yep, yep. Nothing ever happened. And you know what? When you're winning, I think that's it's mildly surprising, but it's not shocking. But in this case nothing happens nobody gets benched you know kepler did for a while but then he came back and he's played you know joey gallo i'm sorry but one home run every 25 <laughs> trips to the plate followed by 24 strikeouts is not my idea of good baseball not sure about you but uh yeah it's just it's stupefying to watch what amazing thing to me is they start the year with kepler and uh, Michael, what the hell's his name in center field? Michael A. Taylor. Michael A. Taylor. Uh, both terrific outfielders. Neither one of them can hit worth a lick. Yeah. Neither one. And then they put Joey Gallo in left field. Uh, he can't hit either, and he's not that good an outfielder. Yes. So and what are we doing? Well, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I am convinced, and this is part of the huge problem, I'm convinced that the front office is intent on replicating 2019 because, again, a lot of those baseballs wound tighter. Like Joey Gallo yeah. would probably have a bunch of home runs. Yes. But to, to what you're saying, he doesn't. And they, if, if you watch games now, you know, it's about – it's gone back to, which – and this is great, putting the ball in play, right? Putting the ball in play, some speed, steal some bases. Like we're going back because of the new rules to what baseball used to be. And the Twins are stuck in this, well, we're going to hit home runs philosophy. Mm -hmm. You know, Buxton goes up there, watch his swings, Tom. I mean, every time he goes up there, he thinks he's going to, to hit a ball 425 feet. Right, right. He's still fast, dude. Put the ball in play. I know he's very, very fast, as a matter of fact. Even with an injury, he's fast. 
Yes, it's remarkable. Why don't we? We have to tell thirty-eight. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Okay, uh, we'll take a quick break here. Be right back in just a couple minutes. More coming up with Judd Zolgad, of course, on the Tom Bernard Show. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. <clears throat> flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive the special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. If you miss part of the show, listen on the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. Just click on podcasts at TomBernardShow.com or, better yet, get the Tom Bernard Show app and listen there. 
This is the new Tom Bernard Morning Show. We are back. This one of my, I love that band so much, can't even tell you. Walk this way! When she told me to. I love it when he does that kind of thing. It's good. Except stop crossing your toes. Yeah, well, you can't. <laughs> That's the problem. He has the ugliest feet I've ever seen in my entire life. If you Google his feet, your computer will just explode. <laughs> it will just give up. It's not great. Steven Tyler's got crossed toes on his feet. And I, what causes that now? I don't get even get it. I don't know. There's all, I think there's layers of things going on with his feet because they are... You made me look it up one time, and I've never been the same. <laughs> it's fine. The fact that he is still alive is second only to uh, uh, Keith with a, with a stone, oh, right? No like, doubt. Keith Richards is first. But I, I think Steven Tyler is the second most remarkable fact. Dude, you're still here. I know, and I love the guy. I think he's a, the supreme talent. Yeah. His daughter, Liv Tyler, is a hell of an actress. I, I think the world of her, too. But, man, those feet. Don't, stop wearing sandals, baby. Yeah, that's probably great advice. Dial away from the sandals. Ugh. I don't wear sandals because my feet look like northern pike. I got a big top, a high arch. Your feet are probably fine. They got high arches, though. You don't wear sandals even like when you were I've on vacation? I've never, ever worn sandals. Right. Never. None for me. And not not because I, I have northern pike feet. It's just the fact I don't like I don't I like my feet being covered. That's your thing. Yeah, it is. I don't I don't I don't like going barefoot. Even in the house I don't go barefoot. I slip my shoes off all the time here and really? then you'll be like, Hey, help me with this computer thing and I have to remind myself to put shoes back on. Oh, for Christ's sake. There you go. Because mm. I constantly just have them off. All right, Socks that, with shoes, Tom? Uh so- yes, always always always. I noticed I went to a wedding, mm-hmm. and I would say 99% of the men under 40 years old were dressed in suits but were not wearing socks. They that's don't wear socks thing. anymore. Or they might be wearing, uh, you're right, that's a big trend right now, but also the no-show socks. No, these, these guys didn't have any socks. Oh, on. really? Because they have the ones that are like so low that you can't see them. But uh, Oh, they fit inside your shoe, right? Yeah. There. yeah these, are, these, these guys were not no wearing socks. socks. That seems so... Wild to so me. what is that now? I wouldn't want to wear a pair of shoes without socks. It wouldn't be as comfortable. So I've been told by by my wife that when I wear shorts, I am not to wear socks, which I didn't realize. I thought low cut socks would would be fine. No, really. But she, but she said if you are wearing shorts now, I now I have never been informed that I shouldn't wear socks with actual pants or dress pants, especially. So this, but yeah, with me wearing shorts right now, I shouldn't have that. I think it's fine. I'm not going to criticize that one. Oh, bit. I would wear that. <laughs> I was impressed. My, yeah. My muscle just that. locked up. I don't know. That was impressive. <laughs> Brittany had more trouble doing that than Bernard did. <laughs> exactly. I was very impressed. How he was very, like, you know? touched. You're I had like, to bend. I got some sizable legs, too, man. Those things weigh a little bit. Yeah. That was impressive. And I'm... The Easter ham calves. Those are good. Uh, a question for you. So we're done talking about the twins because it pisses me off too much. Is that correct? Uh, yes, yes. Although I'm gonna, I'm going to cheer you up at least slightly, okay? Okay, good. Because I good. feel like this team has been been really disappointing you, and I'm going to show you the uh, Herbeck bobblehead. I love which, Herbeck, which you might have from the Metrodome M- Memories collection. Look at that swing, Tom. Look I at know. that swing. I'm telling you. My, and he's well. Although he's nodding yes, but he's never done that in, in real life. Yeah, here it is. There, there you go. No, There's her. There, no, no. Sleep no. you, Bernard. No. <laughs> I just wanted to bring something you. twins r- related to this show that would put a smile on your face, and it's not going to be the current ball club. No, it's not going to be the current ball club. No, I have to ask you another question. Yeah. Why did we get to an era in the NBA where people are making nearly a quarter of a billion dollars or a little over a quarter of a billion dollars to play? That sport is not even big in America, is it? Oh, no, it's very big now. It's oh, the second it biggest sport to, to football. Just not here. Well, well, yes, and I'll defend the fans there because the team ordinarily has it's sucked. terrible. But, yes, it, it's the biggest. Like, if you oh, watch... ESPN and stuff, as far as their talkers go, obviously football's first, yeah, and it's probably yeah. not close. Basketball is a solid second. I did not know that. I know they I blow off yeah, baseball yeah, now. Baseball's in big trouble, I think, isn't it? Seems like I, it. 
you know what I think it's become? I think baseball has fallen into the same thing. And I don't know if it's big trouble, but it's fallen into the same thing that hockey has been in basically forever. I think it's a regional sport. Yeah, that's a good argument. That's a good I argument. I think it's popular regionally in places. Um, basketball now, though, especially because of the star power that you're talking about, mm-hmm. is national. And, and so, like, I've got, I've got a buddy who, who his kid, who I think is now in high school, is a huge fan of certain players, mm-hmm. but they don't play for the Wolves. Oh, so like that, like it's a national. Like, like he'll seek out games of players he loves, but he's not a Wolves fan per se. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's different. I think baseball has now gone into the bucket of being popular in regions. But, I, but, but you know, Otani might be the difference here, but I don't think there's a lot of guys who, who fans are like, I got to see this guy from the Yankees play if you're a Twins fan. But does the NBA have a big television contract? Yes. Oh, they They're, do? It's going to get bigger. It's, oh, it's going to get a, bigger, okay. In like a year, yes. I did yep. not know and, that. And they just announced um, on Sunday, I think, that they're going to have now an in-season tournament that they're going to use regular season games to try and uh, pump up the intrigue in in the regular season. Because the problem, baseball too, I think, but basketball and, and hockey, Tom, the regular seasons are 82 games. Right, right. Our attention span, especially of kids, which is what these leagues are after, our, att- our attention spans don't go for that long. Yeah, I could see now. that. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. 162 games a year is a lot of games in baseball. There's no doubt about it. Well, I'd like to go back to 154, which it was pre-61. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is if I was commissioner, I would never allow a World Series game to stretch into the month of November. Never. I know. Isn't that I sad? want the season done. I want the season done in October. And, and we have added so many layers of playoffs that I'm not quite sure I understand the need to also play 162. I think 154 and then acknowledge that that the playoffs have changed too because there's a lot more games. I think it'd be a lot more palatable, but these November like third World Series games to me are just silly. It really is too bad. I, I, I love baseball. I've said it a billion times, I know, but I really do love baseball. Um, I tried to be a basketball fan. You have to remember, I am old enough to remember when the Lakers left, and nobody in my age group ever got over that. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, seriously, the Lakers, how many national championships did they win as the Minneapolis Lakers? Tons of them. We just looked this up the other day. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah, yeah, I think in the 10 or 11 years that they were here, it was like seven? Yeah, at least seven. Something like that, yeah. It was it was because it was like the percentages were like crazy. They won like... 70% 70% of the champ five is what they had. Yeah. Five in a nine year span. In a nine year five span. Nine yeah. year span. Crazy. Not too bad. That is amazing. And I'm a little boy, you know? Yeah. It was just amazing to see. So, how, how did that affect you? Because it was, I would imagine, a little bit offset by the, um, by the birth of, of the Vikings, and the Twins just came here from Washington in 61. Right. So, did that. Did that help a little bit, the fact that we lost the basketball team, but we also got two sports? Well, it was, we two, for, it was two for two because we got, you know, the two teams came to town, but then the Minneapolis Lakers and my dad left the same day. So, you know. Wow. <laughs> Actually, you're right. My dad left earlier. Anyway, so moving forward. <laughs> no, I... We can talk about it. I mean, if you want to un- unpack some things, you know what? I, oh, you don't I'm want to hear those you, stories. No, no, you don't want to hear those. Uh, the thing about that is, to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. it's because of Andy Fisher, my dear friend, my oldest friend. He's no longer with us, unfortunately. But he's the one who got me so interested in sports. Uh, I met him when I was, I think, 10 or 11. I think I might have been 11 years old. And he was really good at all sports, football, baseball, basketball. This man was five foot nine, maybe 5'8". I don't even think wow. he was five nine. He's about five eight, weighed about one hundred and sixty pounds, and he played running back for the North Polars. You couldn't tackle that some bitch. He was so hard at it, you know, shoulder to the wheel, just played his hardest. He was a phenomenal athlete. It was great to watch, and that's how I got in, interested because you would have been then talking about when the Twins just got here a couple years earlier, the Vikings Absolutely. just got here a couple years earlier. So meeting Andy Fisher and those teams coming to town changed my life forever. There's no question about it. 
And I, I think what's hard, and it, this predates me a little bit, but I do recall it. I think what's hard for people to um, to uh, understand now is, is this: the city conference used to be just filled with talent. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like like now it's got one. I, I think it's got one hockey team total. But back in the day, that conference was just filled with good athletes and talent. Do you think, Judd, that we? Because, you know, I, I'll, I'll just be upfront and honest about it. I think we really need sports, um, professional sports, college sports, high school, all of it uh, in our lives. Because it, get, it brings us joy, unless, of course, your team sucks every year, which is we've been through that before and continue to be through that <laughs> in cer- certain sports. Sports are very important, I think, for people to enjoy their lives and uh, in America, at least. I think around the world, actually. Uh, so it was very important that those teams all came here. Oh yeah, it's it's huge. It's funny, you know. There's always these debates, like when teams move, um, about well, they didn't really affect the economy that that much. As a person who uh, whose heart was ripped out to a large degree when the North Stars left yeah. in '93, I can tell you this: there is nothing good about a team leaving. Like you can say, well, the Wolves can leave, screw them. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I they're know. gone. Target center is dark. Yep. Um, there is nothing positive. And the thing I love about sports is this. It's a, it's a diversion, but it's important enough for people to be passionate about. It's, it's why I hate politics and religion. I hate them because you can't debate them. You <laughs> yeah, can't debate right. them. You're never, no, I'm not, if, if I come on this show and I, and I am philosophically on a different side of the political aisle than any of you three, okay? We're not going to end the segment with Brittany being like, you know what, Jen, those are some good points. Yeah, I'm going to rethink my political bent. <laughs> but, but you know what you can do in sports? There's half a chance. There is half a chance that somebody will say, oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And, and that's yeah, what right. I love. And yep. that's why I love my job, because my job entails. And look, people get pissed at me. They think I'm a moron. All of that is fine and great. But at the end of the day. It's not life or death, and I'm not really questioning your way of life, if that makes sense. No, I think it makes total sense. No question about it. We need, we do need sports, at least. I don't know if we need sports, but sports are very important in our lives because it is a distraction, particularly since most movies now that come out suck. TV's pretty good. We need distractions in life. And for Minnesotans, a lot of that has to do with the Twins, the Vikings, the Timberwolves, and, of course, the Minnesota Wild. Uh, we need those teams. There's no question about it. And University of Minnesota, and you get on the whole list, whether it be St. Thomas or whatever, we need that stuff for distraction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think? Yeah, uh, Victor Frankl's A Man's Search for Meaning. Yes, sir. I think about that book all the time. One of the greatest books ever written. And when you're young and you're, you know, you're, you're still physically able to pull it off, when you are 14 years old and you're looking at a Patrick Mahomes and you're thinking, I want to be that guy one day. It keeps you on the straight and narrow. I couldn't it, agree more. It, sports, I mean, it, keep, it teaches you how to work as a team. It keeps you, uh, you know, out of the courts for some of them. <laughs> There's obviously some, yes. some, yeah. some athletes oh, yes. that have definitely gone down the opposite path. Uh. But, yeah, it, it teaches you how to you know, work with others. It teaches you how to be coached. That's the biggest thing. One of the best compliments I ever got from a casting director, I was in a voiceover session, and afterwards she came out and said, you're not the most talented guy I've ever worked with, but you're the most coachable. Well, so that's ah, good. And I remember thinking, good. that will get me further in life than having talent, is being coachable. I agree. Yeah. Because if you can't tell you anything. I'm, okay, so, and don't lie about this either. Mm-hmm. So when he's out in the yard doing his work in the concentration camp, and he has a little friend, a bird, did you tear up during that segment? I, I couldn't. I couldn't not cry reading that book. That's what I'm saying, man. But but that book is very, very inspiring. And it, yep. it will definitely, if a guy can get through a concentration camp and still have a meaning <laughs> exactly. to live, you can get through your eight hours working in the cubicle, okay? It's not that bad. If you've never read Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, you have to read the book. And if you don't cry, you have no soul. <laughs> it's a tough read, but it is good. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's a phenomenal book. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it. Mm-hmm. See, now I'm in a better mood because you brought that up. Yeah. See? Now we're talking because I'm, I'm not in a concentration <laughs> camp today, at least today. We'll see how it works out. But, yeah, phenomenal book. All right, we only got about 
a minute left with you, two minutes left with you. So what, what else are you going to wrap up with something? Um, are, are you going to watch the all-star game tonight? No. Do you still care? See, I've, I've no. sort of lost my, couldn't care less as a kid. I used to love it, man. Yeah, I wouldn't me too. miss that. I wouldn't yeah. miss that damn thing. I'll probably watch a bit, but yeah, I'm just not all-star games. And I can't tell if it's because they've changed or more particularly I've changed, but yeah, I just, I can't get into, well, for sure, basketball and hockey at all. And baseball is still a decent one, but I used to be glued to the TV, man. When, Me when too. the twins, I, I remember my first all-star game I watched was 1978 at uh, Jack Murphy stadium in San Diego. And I think crew had two triples in that game. And it was so exciting that the local guy, yep. you know, the local yeah, player. Absolutely. And I think it's cause I'm old and crotchety now, but man, is that a long time ago? It was a long time. Hey, look, I even used to watch the, the, um, home run hitting, you know, the, the prelude to the all-star game. Yeah. I would watch all, I watched all of, I mean, I'm still a huge baseball fan. I love baseball. I love my twins. But I couldn't care less about the All Star Game anymore. Well, the, haven't the, the American League's won like nine in a row, haven't they? Um, they've. I think they have won a few. Yes, and and it's funny because when I started to watch, was in the midst of that National League streak. If you remember, there was like a fourteen year period. I think it ended in '83, but the National League just kicked the American League's yes. ass. Yeah, I remember. And, and of course, I was a Twins fan, so I'm like, well, that's too bad. The American League can't win a game. That's a long time ago. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'll check on it, but I think I know the American League has won at least nine out of ten years, nine out of eleven years, and they might have won nine in a row by now. Yeah, going for number ten. So the the but only cool cares. one was when when the game was at Target Field. That was I, I went to that. That was really cool. Yeah, I can that, see that. That was a cool cool experience. But what's funny is the one that they played in the Metrodome in '85 was one of the biggest snooze fest All Star games I've ever been to. So. Well, there you go. It's a good way to wrap it up, talking about a snooze fest. Oh, Rudy's snooze got it in fe- Nine in a row. It is nine in a row. Hey, there you go, was. Tom Bernard. All right. I thought it was nine in a row. They're going for number 10, and I haven't seen any of the nine, and I am a huge right. baseball fan. Talk tomorrow, and I will. Here's Kent saying no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Crotchety as ever. See you guys. <laughs> Bye, Judd. all good, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't that amazing? Nine in a row, which basically means they don't really give a rat's ass. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do you watch it? I'll watch the first few innings. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to I kind understand. of, you know, see who's in the stands and who's going to be. Yeah, you know, it, it does kind of like get you, you know, it, it, I don't know, it lets you kind of see some of the players I don't necessarily get to see all the time. Because I watch a lot of NL just because of the Brewers. I don't watch a ton of AL. Yeah. So it's nice to get to see some of the other players that I should be aware of. But. Yeah, it is. It just became became a snooze fest. I just don't want. It's like the NBA All Star Game. Why? Yeah. Why would I want to sit and watch out? Watch people half assing it the entire I time. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, no thanks. And that's exactly what it is. But boy, when I was a kid, that All Star Game was huge. Yeah. In oh, my I life. bet that was very exciting. It was. It was huge. No question. I've never been to an All Star Game, but um, even the one here at Target Field. Yeah, I don't. I don't really? Know. Huh. No. Uh, God, I haven't been to a baseball game now in a couple of years, and I sure as hell I'm not going this year unless they make some changes. I'd love to go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, one of the problems we have with sports now, and I want to run this by, I brought this up to you guys before, and I won't even mention the sport, but I used to own six tickets to a sport in town for many, many years, and I do believe, I think the six tickets came to about 40000 for the whole year, something like that. Mm-hmm. 160 grand now. Sure. 160,000 dollars to watch a sport from a seat in the stadium. That's wild. No, thank you. No. I have no interest in that. Well, I get back in the day when you have to used to have to watch sports on a 16-inch yeah. black and white tube <laughs> right. fuzzy TV, but now that yep. you got 75 inches of high definition yeah. in your own home and the drinks are free yep. and they're flowing, why would you ever go to the stadium? I know. I don't know what the hell and maybe that's one of the problems baseball has with a 162-game season. Sure. 81 of them are at home. And people are, oh, man, that's a lot of games to fill up a stadium. Yeah. I will tell you that, but uh, who knows? It just, I still love it. There's no question about it. I still love baseball, but things have gotten so expensive. I mean, I don't know how much the food is, the drinks. I, I do believe the last time I went uh, to a Viking game was with my son-in-law and his two friends. There were four of us. 
I bought uh, three rounds of beer, and it was 120 bucks. Sure. But you're still paying it off. $120 for mm-hmm. three beers a piece. It's on layover. And now, apparently, it would be like $180, because I think it's 15 bucks a beer now. Isn't That's it? insane. Yeah. We had gone to a concert and bought four drinks, came to $67. <laughs> so, yeah. I totally know what you mean. That yep. is crazy, you guys. Sixteen fifty a drink. That's what? What oh, liquid God. is worth that? No, no such thing. No, there's none. You're Absolutely right. not. No. If you go to a Timberwolves game, listen. I get when your team is kicking ass, you should charge a premium. But if I go to a Timberwolves game and I am paying seventeen dollars for a Northeast, that angers <laughs> me to no end. This yeah. team sucks. This beer should be, in fact, they should be giving it out at, at, a, at a buck a beer. To just hey, help man. you, yeah. like, get through the game. Just yeah. show up. You're already sticking me for an expensive ticket to go watch a team that sucks. Give me a little bit of a handout with the beer, you know? Yeah, no, I understand exactly. I love going to the games, but uh, what are you going to do? Millions of people are pretending to work right now while they're shop online. Um, Amazon. Oh, it's Amazon Prime Day today. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I did know that because I've been waiting to buy a Kindle. Because uh, I broke mine by washing my sheets when my Kindle was in there. So I'm excited to buy it's one the of those. second time today you brought up a Kindle just to make me tear up. Oh, no. Because I never used my Kindle ever, and you know why? Why? Vince Flynn gave it to me. Oh. I really missed that some bitch. I'll tell you. I, I do. I, I would have never thought a kin, the word Kindle would make you emotional. It makes me emotional because like, he gave it to me for Christmas one year. Well, don't put it through the washer. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really sweet. Why, why don't you should be using it? He would want you to. That's not what he said from heaven. <laughs> he said not what he told me. Keep it somewhere buried away. I mean, that family, I don't see them much anymore, but that family, his brothers and sisters, could not be nicer. That's Mother and father. Just a wonderful, wonderful family. Did you ever meet Vince? No. God, do you, you ever have a nope. chance to run across him? Mm-hmm. The guy wrote amazing books. Uh, they made a movie out of one of his books, which I really enjoyed. But I really just... Being, I had two friends, though, when we all got together, like Tino Lettieri would be there with us and we we're hanging out and all the rest of it. But then when these two guys got together, one's nickname was Lasty and Vince Flynn. His last name was Lastovich. That's yeah. why they called him Lasty. Lasty. So Lasty and Vince Flynn, after a couple of beers, would get in an argument every time we got together. It was These two would pontificate in each other's faces. It was, it was amazing to watch. I bet that was so like insane where you're like, what are we, why are we doing this every time? But every time you still get back every together. Every time we got together, they would go after each other and arg- they would argue about it. You see that brown door? Well, it's not really brown. Well, it's actually, <laughs> my husband has a group of guys he goes uh, ice fishing with and they bring these games. They, yeah. they, they go rent a thing and they go bring these, these uh, settlers of Catan. Yeah. And he says every time he has got these two friends that always get in a huge fight over it. <laughs> a huge, massive fight. And I'm always like, well, what are you? But I guess that's the thing is just you accept that that there's going to be a and you sit back and watch it. And that's exactly what we did. Because one thing I do, and it's my one guilty pleasure, I guess, is that the last couple of houses I've lived in have had a movie theater in them. Yeah. I mean, it's not really like an enclosure deal. Like the basement has a big screen. But I do love the the... The move. It's pretty nice. Don't downplay well, it. Well, it is nice. I've I mean, it been is. to it, and it it's just so comfy. And the it's chairs, very comfortable. Big chairs. You each get your own chair, and then, of course, Tom's like, all right, pick out your candy, and then shut up. And he's, like, <laughs> he's trying to be nice and mean at the same time. Make sure you grab your candy and your popcorn, Brittany, but then you better not talk. It's like such a fun experience. It is great, but they would come over and sit in the, in the Golden Valley house. Yeah. Well, you were there, too. It's so fun. Uh, they, and they would sit in the back row and you just knew sooner or later the chirping would start <laughs> and then you may as well just stop watching the movie because they were going to argue about something. You and I and Alex and Catherine and Andy might have been there too, but I don't think so. Last one we watched was The Witch with that talking goat and it was so <laughs> oh funny. Oh my God. What's you, that guy's name? Sam Raimi. You were the so Sam Raimi pissed. Movie. Mm. Oh my, no. This is... <laughs> Uh, the goats talking now. We were laughing. Me and Alex were laughing so hard in the back. I mean, I wasn't even scared at any point because we were all of laughing not. so hard. Rudy, I am not exaggerating. This movie, Sam Raimi wrote mm-hmm. the movie. Can't, what was it called? I think it was The Witch. The I Witch. Think. I think it was The Witch. 
at some point, a goat gets apparently inhabited by the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's possessed by the devil. And he tur- a guy comes in and goes, what's that goat doing here? And the goat looks at him and goes, F you. <laughs> Only he says the whole word. Really? The F-bomb oh comes out of a goat's God. mouth, okay. and he goes like this. He goes, F you. <laughs> He's got that deal going. It's oh. like, are you pulling my tit? We were laughing so hard. <laughs> remember that? Oh, I was dying. We were just, I remember that was just like a, such a fun day, and I was like, all right, we're, we all like horror movies, and we're all ready to be scared, yes, and we're yes. like all, you know, cuddled up. Everybody has a big old blanket. <laughs> And then it was like, bah, ram, you, and we were... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? You don't have it. Uh, is this called Drag Me to Hell? No. Drag Me to Hell. No, it is Drag Me to Hell. It's the witch. No, it's Drag Me to Hell. He's absolutely right. When the goat talks. Uh... Yeah, this is a podcast. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. They got some audio? Uh, I'm looking right now. I'm trying to see if... Because he, does he try to cut the goat's head off and then it bites I him? I think so. Okay, because, boy, this is... So this would have been 2009. That's about right. Okay. That's about right. Why don't we do this? We'll take a break. Sure. We'll come back and... You can play it at that point. (laughs) Great. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Brittany Arneson. <gasps> I, the devil, I'll, I'll do all your bidding. The devil in a goat. Okay, so this is part of it. This is from Drag Me to Hell. Let me know if this is it. But this part is basically the only part of this that I can play. But here you go. Check it out. <laughs> You're mine! Teeth <laughs> 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 me, you black-hearted whore! No, no! You bitch! <laughs> 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 You bitch. I'm not you, I'm not you bitch. Every day I come in the studio and this is exactly how you talk to me. Brittany Artisan, you strumpet. You bitch. bitch. And I cry and cry. cry. So he didn't drop the F-bomb there. There are some F-bombs in there, too. Yeah, like I said, it's about the one spot that I had seen where I could play. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
Well, I just got a message from Catherine. She's not coming in for the show today because she doesn't feel well. So I don't know what that's going to do about the boat deal. You, oh. you gave her whatever she has. I didn't give it to her. She took it from me. That's true. The big difference. She did take it from you. Did you borrow it to her or did you lend it to her? You can't borrow to someone. I know. That's why I was doing You the... just did it to annoy me. Exactly. You're annoying. I that's know. all I have to say. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Millions of people are pretending. I, could, I, I should play a goat in the next movie. I think you should next tomorrow do our uh, weather and goat man. 75. Do you remember SNL? That yeah. was a whole thing. It's Jim Brewer. Goat Boy. Goat oh, was boy. it? Oh, Goat yeah. Boy. That's right. I remember yeah. Goat Boy now. How was that a thing? I don't know. They loved it. That was a weekend update. They yeah. loved it. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's been in the studio a few times. I, I thought he was a deep. you ever work with him? I've never worked with him. I think, uh, it, you know, we've had a few friends in passing. I've had a quick, like, two-second interaction with him. Like, shook his hand. Hey, nice to meet you. That was it. But from what I understand, people love him. Oh, he's a great guy. Yeah. Very, very, very pleasant man, ladies and gentlemen. It is Amazon Prime Day. You guys going to do anything on Amazon Prime today? I'm going to celebrate, probably make a cake, do a whole right, good. kill a Candles. goat for yeah. the sake kill of yeah. Amazon Prime. I'm going to do that the rest of the day now. Are you a big Prime user? Mm, yeah, I, I guess I am. I don't know about big Prime user, but when I need something like, I needed some, uh, I don't know, supplements or whatever, I yeah. always get them from Amazon. Yeah. No doubt about it. I don't, I've... I don't think I've ever bought like clothing. I've never <gasps> bought clothing or anything like that from Prime. Me neither. I can't do. I can't do Amazon clothes. That's just. And I know like a lot of shops are on there, but it, when I do that, when I do baby stuff, I always go to the shops around me because I want them to exist. So. So now this is amazing. Millions of people are pretending to work right now while they shop online. Amazon Prime Day has arrived. They made it a two-day thing a while back, so it's today and tomorrow. If you've shopped on Prime Day before, you probably will again this year. A poll found only 5% of past Prime Day shoppers plan to skip at this time. The top four things we're buying are the same as last year, and the top thing they're buying is clothing. Really? I would have had no idea mm. that would be the case. Would you think that would be right? Yeah. Clothing. I, mm. I, I've ordered pants from there. Oh, yeah. And okay. how about it? No, they're great. Yep. Men's pants are different, though, because you can get sizes and lengths, and yeah. so you have a good idea. With women pants, it's like you just get a size, and it's usually just small, medium, or large kind of feel, or mm -hmm. you can get the numbers, but then you don't get no choice in the length ever. Mm. Unbelievable. Clothes, shoes, and other apparel, 63% are looking for stuff in that category. Electronics, 52%. I don't think I've ever done, done that either. Mm. Like, what would you buy... I don't want to say it because a I don't want to make you sad a again. Table. A turntable. Yeah, I don't want to tell you the thing because you said I made you sad every time I brought up the Kindle. That's what I'm going to buy. Oh, Kindle. Yeah, there she is again. Sorry, but yeah. Now, this one, you're getting lazy on me now. The number three thing bought on Amazon Prime Day is toilet paper. What? You don't want to just run down to Jerry's and get some toilet paper? Who cares? I, I live in I Costco toilet paper. No, there you go. Because then I have to get it like every, what, four or five months? Like, thank you. I don't want to think about it. I don't know what this is. Amazon Basic Products? What's that? Amazon Basic is you can get like... You know, like a power strip where you plug in all your you oh, know, electronics. Okay. It's stuff like right. that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that Amazon puts out that, you know, like they have like um, Tupperware, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. The, so that's Amazon basic. Yeah, the stuff you need around the house. You can buy a basic version of it. It's well, probably not a bad idea. No, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's the generic. Like if you go to like a Target or a Cub, it's whatever their generic version is that you buy. It's, that's what Amazon has. All right. Finally, hobby, leisure, and travel products, 40%. It knocked non-perishable food and pantry products out of the top five this year. So what's a pantry product? What would the, so you're talking about like mustard and cat? Well, that wouldn't, that'd be yeah, a refrigerator deal, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you can, I think that could fall in the pantry, but like cookies and anything you'd put in oh, your pantry, okay. I would yeah. think. Sure. I, I don't know if, if cleaning stuff also falls in pantry because I know people like to buy their stuff like that. Uh, Okay, so let me ask you a question. Because some people say you should put ketchup and mustard in the refrigerator. Other people say you should never put those in your refrigerator. Oh, what? That's so, ridiculous. What do you think? Which one's ridiculous? Oh, fridge. fridge. You have to put it in the fridge. That's what I thought. Yeah. But some people say you should never put it in the refrigerator. But at restaurants, they let it sit out. They do. That's exactly it. Yeah, uh, but Someone's I... right here. 
Yeah, I feel like you have to go fridge. It's, mm -hmm. I'd be so weird if somebody said, grab the ke ketchup out of the pantry. I'd go, no, thank you. I don't understand this headline, but I'm going to run it by you. We've only got about two minutes left of the show. What does this mean? So classy, a new $2,000 engagement ring sticks right in your crock. Oh. What? They have a certain name. It's like a widget or a widget. Yeah. They have these oh, like. Oh, the kids are like poking poke, them into the yep. holes yeah. in the cracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've seen that now. Yeah. $2,000 for a thing that goes on your shoe. It's that, a ring. <gasps> that'd be so scary to lose it. It's an engagement ring too, mm -hmm. by the way. Why would you put that in your crock though? I don't get it. I don't know. I'm going to come to somebody and go, put that in your crock and smoke it. What you do you think? You do wear a ring? I only wear rings when I dress up. Um... Uh, because I, matter of fact, I, well, I wore it on, on the 7th because that was our anniversary, so I wore my wedding, wedding ring all day then. I don't know why I don't. It's, unfortunately, it's too big because I've lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. So it's too big for me now, so I should probably have it downsized. I normally wear mine, but I took it off for the cabin and I haven't put it back on. But, See? Um, but Justin doesn't wear one at all. Well, he doesn't. No, he hates rings, and so I don't care. Yeah, I don't wear a lot of rings myself. That's why you're such a scrumpet. You're rocking around here trying to pick up a side chick without your ring. Side chick. <laughs> you're pretty. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out in the hallway and do that now. Oh. Young woman that walks by. Aren't you a dick? <laughs> Aren't you a dick? Don't you think I should start talking like that all yes. the time? Hands down, yes. That would be really good. And then I would be in the mental institution right next to my dad's old cell. I wonder if they'd get you the same one or if you get, like, preferential treatment. Yeah, your legacy. Yeah. Get me out of here. <laughs> I could grab the bars like he did. It would be wonderful. Dramatic. What are you going to do? Okay, we only got one more. God, we only have a minute left. This show flew by today. Sure did. it did for me. I did it for you guys as well. Oh, I had a blast today. Mm -hmm. well, that was pretty good. Back in the day on July 11, 225 years ago, in 1798, the United States Marine Corps was permanently established by Congress. Well, today, but... Marine Corps Day is in November, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't U.S. Marine Corps Day in November? I thought I thought it was. Yeah, well, you know, there's the day they make the announcement, but the day they cut the ribbon, You're, so. Uh, I suppose, yeah. First off, how did you know that? How did I know what? That Marine Mar Corps Day is in November. Because it's, one of my best friends and my oldest brother were in the Marine Corps. November 27th. The 27th? Yeah. I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was around the 10th or 11th. Hmm. But it's the 27th. It's 27th, huh? that was... And then, oh, and then Marine Corps birthday is November 10th. That's where, there you go. That's what I was thinking of was a Marine Corps birthday. It was on the 10th or 11th. I knew that. Yeah, what's up with the Marines getting all these days, man? Yeah, yeah. Marine Corps. Yeah. What the hell? I, I thought if you were a Marine, you were okay with taking a little less. So you get one day out of the year. What's up with them taking three? Double time. I love the fact they don't call it their hat. They call it their cover. You're, yeah, you have mm. to wear, we, that's what you do in the military. You never call oh. it your hat. Oh, it's all, it's so always all cover. branches of the cover now? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. It's always been that. So, like, you have to you you have to be wearing a cover when you're outside, and you never wear a cover when you're inside. There you go. I like it. I got my cover on. I better get the hell out. Oh, mm -hmm. Rudy and I both have to get the hell out. Oh. We both have covers on. Awkward. All right, hell of a show. That that show flew by today. That was amazing. That was no super question fun. about it. We will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.